So we don't review a lot of kid movies on this podcast, but we got a good one for you today. Luckily, the press area makes me feel a little less weird going into a kid's movie without a kid. <laughs> anyway, today we look at a modernized King Arthur story in The Kid Who Would Be King. She's Tuesday. I'm Kaylee. Gird yourself with a sword and shield and maybe a spill-proof goblet. This is Whiskey and Popcorn. Any good myth story, we begin with a little bit of a backstory in this movie. Uh, we learn, again, for those of us who are big kids, who Arthur is, how he became king, and how his sword Excalibur ended up in a stone. Fast forward to the modern times, we're introduced to Alex, who's played by Ashburn Circus, who is, surprise, surprise, he's Andy Circus's son. He's just your run-of-the-mill middle schooler in England. But he does come with a bit of baggage. He's bullied by classmates. He's grown up without a father, raised by his mother only. And Alex is a good person, but for the most part, not exactly a coward, but he definitely keeps his head down and tries to stay out of trouble. So he ends up discovering a sword in a block of concrete, and lo and behold, it's Excalibur. And this triggers the arrival of Merlin, as well as the arrival of our bad guy, which is Morgana. And Alex is tasked with destroying Morgana once and for all before she can destroy the world. And he has to get a team around his new modern round table to take her out. A land is only as good as its leaders. Somebody help me! Hey, leave him alone. A true king is brave and noble. Don't be a hero. I'm the king around here. You have more battles yet to fight. But fast as you can go, we've got you now! Now, you must choose what you stand for. Parents, you've got to see what I found. There's something written on the guard. Put it into Google Translate. It means Sword of Arthur. What if you're the only person who could have pulled that sword out? What if it's... Excalibur. Ah, finally. Follow me. I am Merlin. I thought Merlin was supposed to be an old man. An ingenious disguise, don't you think? In four days, the dark sorcerer Morgana will take over the world. Awake, my warriors. Am I supposed to stop her? That's ridiculous. There's your sword back, and good luck with everything. It's just this sort of really charming clever, sweet, modernized King Arthur story. And each of the characters kind of falls into whether they're the Lancelot character or Sir Belvedere. They all have their roles. But the nice thing is it's diverse. You got people of color, boys and girls, and all the good messaging that you could possibly want in a kid's movie. It was so wholesome. <laughs> Overall, oh, I just thought it was so adorable. It's, it's very much likable for adults and kids because yeah. we remember the old stories and reading the books. And it, it's this, it has this like new age Goonies feel to it. <laughs> you know, it, it's that, that magic feel from the 90s and maybe even earlier. 
But don't get me wrong, it doesn't have an old-fashioned tone. It, it's just not this glitz and glamour that DC and Marvel try to accomplish. It didn't need $3 million of CGI effects to no. make this happen. And when they do use technology, it's fantastically done. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't hinder or cater to the storyline. It, it's just this good-natured movie, but still enough action-packed time to really get that that action thriller feel also. You know, it just who doesn't like a really good underdog movie? Right. It reminded me a lot of the um, Percy Jackson and the Olympians movies okay. that, that came out. So, you know, different mythology. You got the Greek gods in that one. But again, you got your kind of reluctant hero who has to step up to the plate and more or less save the world. And it was just, you know, it's refreshing to have a kid's movie that's done well that's not Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, or Pixar, for or, that matter. Or Pixar mm-hmm. or DreamWorks. And, you know, this this is not a cartoon. There's so few live-action kid's movies that are done well, that are even put out at all. And, I mean, the cast is strong, for goodness sakes. Patrick Stewart <laughs> is in this movie. Sir Pat Stew, he plays the elder Merlin. Um, while as the younger Merlin is played by Angus Ermey, who I just got to give a shout out to him. His character was oddball goofy, like so silly. By far my favorite, which is easy because for a lot of movies, my favorite's the comic relief. But he just outshines. I mean, of course, everyone knows that Alex is the main protagonist and he's out fighting the good fight, but... Man, Emery just, ooh, like, he steals the show. And, I like, he is the epitome of a, the best supporting actor oh, category. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of sort of, like, Matt Smith's Doctor Who, where just, like, a little bit clumsy, a little bit ditzy, but totally has everything figured out. Uh-huh. And just this warm-hearted in it to support and and be there for everyone and if that means risking his life or coming to near death then that's what you do you know you're the supporting character but God, he was hilarious like as a big kid i was in stitches well and also the, all the little kids loved it too cuz he's got this little funny like hand gesture thing that he does every time he's going to work magic and like i saw kids leaving the theater trying to figure out how to do it it's like all these snaps and claps and weirdo get ghetto hand signs. Oh, I don't even no. know. It will be trending in two weeks. I promise you every kid is going to learn it. <laughs> and it, there's there'll be YouTube tutorials like there was for the cup song. I mean, it, it will be a thing. So just expect to see that in kids in malls. They're not in gangs. They're, they're doing the Merlin. And <laughs> it'll be hilarious. Um, I have to say, like, plot-wise, though... I think the story actually holds up. When you take a myth story, um, a legendary story like King Arthur, and you try and rework it, you got to be careful because there's going to be the purists uh, who want to stick to the original material really hard. And I think it was two years ago. Maybe it was last year now. I kind of erased it from my mind. But there was that really awful live action oh, adult yeah. King Arthur mm-hmm. that was just horrendous. But it's just... That one tried to make, like, an adult fantasy of King Arthur, and it totally fell flat on its face. 
this was a risk, you know, taking it and putting it in modern times. But what made it really work is the fact that it is a kid's movie. So you already are going in with a sort of lighthearted look. But I still think they got all the strong messages out about, like, chivalry, the power of friendship, you know, standing up for your beliefs, and how to get up after you've been knocked down, especially when you yourself are your biggest enemy. That's what happens for each of the characters, which I think was so interesting that they each had to fight their own personal demons and overcome them. Yeah, it it had all the important points, and that's what's vital. It, like we've said before, a remake or a retelling can be done really well or really badly, and we clearly saw that in the past, but this one just hits every single mark. And this will be a contender that I don't think anyone saw coming at all. Yeah. I, I mean, this will this will come out of the out of the woodworks. I think kind of like Frozen did, because Frozen was just supposed to be this cute in between movie, and you can't have you can't get kids to stop singing it. You know, it, it's going to be this hidden gem where I'm sorry, parents, but you're going to watch it over and over and over <laughs> again because they're going to ask for this for their birthday or something. And everyone's going to want to be like Merlin. It's I'm not going to say it's a recarnate of Harry Potter, but it has that happy, joyful, good morals feel to it. And kids are going to attach themselves to this film. I think it will blow up. So keep an eye out on it. Oh, absolutely. And I think there's plenty enough in there for us big kids as well to to enjoy and have a good laugh. Add this one to your list. Definitely. Steal a steal a niece or a nephew or grab your kid <laughs> and or you know just be that guy who hides in the back. It doesn't matter, but it's absolutely even as an adult worth seeing. It's just that feel good that I think all of us with the media how it is right now, we could just use a really nice movie. Yeah. And this this one definitely does it. So this was going to be kind of funky. Uh, but what you drinking for oh, this kid's movie? Goodness gracious. Um, I don't know, but it needs to be in one of those like old school goblets of Knights of the Round Table. Right. So uh, what, I did, what did they drink during Game of Thrones time? What was it usually that – was it wine that they were always – Ale, wine, mead. Ooh, I could get behind some mead. It's winter right now, mm. and there's a lot of a lot of parts where they're pretty cold and wet in the movie. So, yeah, uh, let's nice, uh, some mead and maybe like a an, hot toddy. Yeah, like in an old school goblet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking because I'm gonna keep it kid friendly. Um, I'm thinking of like uh, this film. Well, it's like Knights of the Round Table. So it's like when you go to 7-Eleven and you get the styrofoam cup and then you put in all your favorite sodas. Oh, my god! And they blend them <laughs> together. And so you get this amazing sugar rush. And it's like the most beautiful thing ever. And it's like it's your creation. But it's like got all your powerhouse drink choices in there. Well done. I like it. So styrofoam cup of the round table. Kid-style jungle juice. I love it. <laughs> all right. Well... With a childlike heart, don't forget to subscribe to us, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Get more movie news and reviews on our website as well. That's whiskeyandpopcorn.org. Also, like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And but only if you're old enough. <laughs> get your parents' permission first, kids. <laughs> we'll see you at the movies.